Hey everybody, this is Steve and this is your show, One Body, One Mind, on this journey called life. I hope everyone had a happy new year. Enjoy your holidays with your family when you come together and show the love. Hug on each other, love on each other. Make good memories, memories that last. I hope you guys had a wonderful one. Um, so let's talk. Happy New Year's to everybody. It is the new year. So, you know, on the show, we always talk about self-development, self-improvement, how to make the better version of you. And New Year's, everybody takes the opportunity to set uh, New Year resolutions, which is a good idea, but only if you follow through with them, right? And I'm guilty of this, you know, sometime in my life. I said, this year is the year I'm going to do this or that. And I just said about it. And I was fired up and I was motivated, but I didn't put any plan in action, right? I didn't have the steps laid out in front of me. So, for example, if you say, I want to, you know, jump over a car or, I don't know, a tree, a little, a little shrub, I want to be able to jump 10 feet. Well, guess what? You're not going to be able to jump 10 feet in the first go at it. Have a plan of action, right? Like, how am I going to accomplish this goal? First thing, have a clear goal. I want to be able to jump 10 feet. If that's what it is, I just picked something random. So, that's where you want to end. But you have to start. So, go jump. See how far you can make it. Let's say you make it to 4 feet. Wow, you got a ways to go. That's okay. Let's give up now. No, let's not give up. You know what we got to do. We got to set a plan in motion and keep on practicing and trying. But even then, I will tell you, maybe you need a coach, someone who teaches people how to do this long distance jumping or high jumps or whatever the case may be. Maybe a high school coach or a college coach. Or, and they'll tell you, well, you have to take these strides, longer strides, as opposed to running like you normally run because that's not going to help you. Um, and so you make the adjustment, listen to the coach, and then you try it. And now you made it to six feet. It's an improvement from four to six. You're heading in the right direction. You might not make it to 10 feet that year, but let's say you practice and listen to your coach and you've been doing the right things and, and getting that energy to get the speed, to you know, the burst of energy to get the speed, to get the, the distance that you're looking for with practice and training. You made it to eight feet, not quite 10, which was the goal. But guess what? At eight feet, you're closer to making your goal than you were at four feet. Right? You're more than halfway there, a little bit more, and you could get there. Maybe we adjust the goal. Let's call eight feet the goal of this year. And then next year, we'll make it 10 feet. What am I really saying is that just to have a goal with no plan of action is just talk. It's just uh, fluff, if you will. I think it's important to have goals, to have direction. So you could say whatever the goal is, say this is what I want to accomplish. But just to say that does not get you there. For example, you know, we hear the story of Christopher Columbus, right? He got on the boat the Nina Pinta, Santa Maria, and, you know, air quotes, discovered America. And that's air quotes. History will tell a different story. Not about to debate that today. But I'm just talking about the general idea. He got on a boat and he believed that if he went east, sorry, if he went west, 
he'll go around the earth and make it to India on the other side. And uh, of course, you know how the story ends. He, he hit the Americas. But he believed it, right? So that was the first thing. But if he got on a boat without a sail, without rows, or any means to move the boat, he would just be floating out in the ocean. And he, he would never got anywhere. So the plan was, let me go west all the way around to make it around the earth to India. Let me get a boat with provisions and um, some sailors, right? And some were not the best or whatever. Again, history, not debating that or talking about that today. It's the idea, right? He had a goal and uh, he had a plan. Let's get in this boat with enough food and water and provisions to sustain us until we make it to the other side. He wasn't sure how long it would take or how far it would be, but he rolled the dice and he risked it. And now just think about that. You ever been to the beach and you look out to the horizon and all you see is the horizon, ocean forever? Could you imagine not 100% knowing that the, that the earth was round. And uh, I know someone's going to say, that earth is flat. I'm not arguing that either. But just think about it. Go back to this time, Columbus time. He looks out into the ocean, and he firmly believes that if he continues to go all the way around the earth and end up on the other side, in other words, behind him, he's looking out to the ocean. He believes if he goes out there, Far enough, he will eventually go around, 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 and end up behind himself. Eventually, right? From where he's standing. Not have ever seen a picture of the earth. Not It's never been done, at least to that his knowledge. He just believes it. You've been in the pool or the ocean, the ocean, I should say, and you look out there, you see nothing. Imagine being out there and... A day goes by and you keep on going to nothing. Two days go by, you still see nothing. Three days go by, weeks go by, and you see nothing. Now you can't even see the land behind you. What must be going through your mind? Like, what a mistake. I have just doomed everybody on these three boats to death. And you could imagine the pressure from all the, the, the crew. You brought us out here to die, etc., etc. And I just want to be clear, I'm not celebrating Christopher Columbus as a good person, bad person, or other. I'm just talking about that mindset at that moment. Disregard the person, just the experience. Go on the journey with me for just a minute. You're on a boat to fund this trip, and to the people who are on the boat, and like I said earlier, not all of them were good people, because sometimes they took some prisoners and said, you're going to spend the rest of your life in jail, or you have an option, go on this boat and see what happens. You got to be a crew, you know, a crew hand or whatever. Again, I'm not talking about the historical facts, but just the idea. This guy believed in this from enough to risk it all. And he went and he went. Imagine he, and I don't know how many days it took. I should probably looked it up before I talked about it. Um, he kept on going. And three weeks into it, he's like, man, my brain will be, you know, telling me, what have you done? This is crazy. And then, um, and you keep on going. And then eventually, a month in, two months, and again, I don't know how long it took, several months in maybe, 
he makes it to the other side. He sees land. Wow, provisions are running low. The morale is to the, you know, rock bottom. And he sees land. And then he makes it to the land. Now let's get food and water and what have you. Oh, look, there's people here, right? And that's a different story for a different day. But what I'm trying to show you or talk to you about is the goal. He had a clear goal and an objective, something that's never been done before. And he believed in it and put the plan in motion. Let me get boats, not one, three provisions. And why three? Well, just in case one started, you know, sinking or whatever, hit a rock and they can move over to the other boats or provisions on the other ones or send one back and use one for whatever. He had a plan. He had a goal first, and then he executed a plan. He had a plan, and he executed the plan, and we know how that ended up. He ended up on the Americas. History tells the story the way they want to interpret it, however, whatever. But he had a goal. So this new year, there's a new you. What a perfect time for you to reinvent yourself, to rediscover yourself, or maybe accomplish goals that you've always wanted to do. Make this year the one that's different. Make this year the one that you actually execute some plans that you set in motion to accomplish your goals. But clearly, you have to have a goal first and then have a plan to attain it. And sometimes our goals are so big that we forget the baby steps to accomplish it. You know, for instance, I want a million dollars. I don't know. I'm just randomly saying stuff. Okay, that's a good goal. It's a you can do it. But you have to set the things in motion. Like, what will you do to accomplish it? Like, what's the plan? Just having a million dollars is not a plan. That's a statement. The plan is, what will you do to accomplish it? Well, I might invest in something. Or I might work a little longer. Or I might invent something. Or I might paint some art and sell that and get that cranking. I'm not sure what the plan might be. But the statement, I want a million dollars, holds no water without a plan. Now... Why do you want a million dollars? What's the motivator? What happens once you have a million dollars? Have you thought it through? Because you might sacrifice a lot to get it, but once you get it, was it worth the sacrifice? What do I mean by that? Well, oh, I'm going to get another job, or I'm going to do this. Well, you might be missing you know, the, your kid's baseball game, or you might be missing um, you know, the first steps of, of your baby, or the case, whatever the case might be. You know, it's for you to decide, is it worth the sacrifice? If you say, I want a million dollars so I can set my families, you know, in a better situation, change the legacy, well, then that might be worth a sacrifice. But if you just want a million dollars to have a million dollars so you could buy a bling bling out ride, you know, nice fancy car, well, it might be worth it to you, but you have to pick a sacrifice. What are you willing to do for it? What I'm telling you, really, pick goals that matter, that really change the quality of your life. And I'm not saying money is bad. Having a million dollars is not bad. But what is it worth? What is it worth? What would you sacrifice for it? So what I would rather tell you is pick something that matters to you. And that might be self-development or making more time to spend with your family um, or learning less, less anxiety. And have a plan. Have a goal. New year, new you. So let me help you with that just a minute. And I'm really talking to myself because I'm also in this new year and I have goals for me. 
Um, but I have to write them down. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to write them down. And let's start with some simple ones, right? Let's start with simple ones that are attainable. Because as an instructor, and I, and I teach people, you know, a lot of things from jujitsu to firearm safety to defensive firearm use. And um, so let's just go firearm safety. Someone's never shot before and they're having a hard time. Well, uh, it's my job to help them. And that's what I do. I get them on track and then they're having wins. But I also know enough to end on a win. When they're doing good, but I see they're fatiguing, I don't keep on pushing it. So when they get tired, they, they don't get better. They get worse. And so they demoralize themselves. So I know enough to know to help them, guide them, get them on target, but also call it quits when it's, when it's good enough. When it's, all right, let's stop for now, or maybe I'll give them a break and talk a little bit, explain what we've been doing, so they can end on a win. Because if they end on a win, they feel motivated. Like, this was great. I've improved. But if you keep on going, you're not going to get better if you're tired. And again, I'm using the firearm safety or target practice as an analogy, but you know the truth. And whatever you do, let's say you want to learn how to paint. Well, paint. Maybe take a class, take a lesson. Watch it on YouTube um, and start painting. And don't get a big complicated painting as the first one. Get one that's reasonable, you know, five colors and learn techniques. And um, this doesn't look as good as the video. I'm like, so what? The teacher has been doing it a long time. This is your first one. Celebrate your wins for what it is. Oh, I like this. I had fun. And if you have fun, you'll do it some more. So when I say write down your goals, make them attainable. Make them simple because guess what happens? When you accomplish those five simple goals, you feel good about yourself. It's a win. And soon enough, those five little goals will become just what you do. And you can add goal number six, goal number seven. Maybe a little tougher, right? A little tougher, but so what? You can do it. So I'll give you an example. Five easy goals. Let's just pick some. How about this? And this is for me. How about you go to bed earlier? Get more sleep. How difficult is that? Well, my body, my brain will tell you very difficult because I can't do it. But if I make myself do it, that will change a lot of things. What would change if I go to bed early? I will wake up more refreshed, less fatigue, less brain fog, um, sharper. I could think clearer. I could handle math problems, you know, days, every day's challenges with a clearer mind and maybe quicker. Right. And so the challenge is get to bed early or the goal is get to bed early. So you can rest more, sleep more. So what do I do? I'm going to write it down. The first check mark of my day or the first goal is to make sure I get to bed at, let's say, 10 o'clock. If I go to bed at 10 o'clock and I wake up at 6 a.m., that's eight hours. If I get up at five, um, that's still good because I actually can't be in bed for eight hours. My body hurts being there so long because I don't move. Um, imagine that staying stiff for eight hours. My body doesn't move when I sleep. Um, and so maybe the goal is go to bed at 10 o'clock. And if I wake up at five, well, hell, let's do something else. Goal number two, read more. I'm going to write that down. Read more. And that might mean, you know, I want to read a book a week, two books a week. A book a month. Definitely more than I read now because I told you last time I'm a book collector. I love good information, but I'm a visual guy. So I like receiving it through my eyes. But guess what? Using through my 
mind's eye is a good thing too. Read more. Some of the most successful people are readers. And uh, they're learners, really, and they just read because that's the one of the easiest forms to get information. In fact, I was listening to something about Elon Musk, the wealthiest man on the planet. And, um, and he's a little different than the other guys, like wealthy guy number two and number three and number four. All of those guys are investors and, and business owners. Um, and they made their wealth that way. That's great. Elon Musk is also an investor and a business owner. But he's really a scientist. Um, he's the only one who's actually working at, not only as a CEO, but as an engineer in his companies, Tesla and SpaceX. But going back to his history a little bit, his brother made a statement. <clears throat> at a very early age, Elon would read like two books at different subjects at the same time. You know, different topics, just expanding his brain. And he still does it to this day. He reads a lot. And I'm like, man, that is awesome. A good character trait. So guess what? Maybe I can't read two books a week like Elon does, or maybe two, I don't know how he does it, or how many ever books he reads. But maybe my goal is more attainable. How about just starting by reading one? You know, one in a couple weeks. You know, break that book down in two weeks. What's that, 14 days? Break down a book in 14 days. So if the book is so many pages, divide that in so many days. And so the goal would be read so many pages every day for two weeks to finish that book. And after a week, okay, I, I'm building momentum. I'm halfway there. Two weeks comes along. I finish this book. This book was interesting. I learned stuff. And then what happens is you start reading some more. And now you're reading faster. Or you're just eager to keep on going to know the ending or learn the subject or be entertained or whatever the case may be for you. For me, it's more about knowledge, wisdom, and learning history and, uh, and new sciences and new technologies and just new psychologies. Um, that's my brain. But I love a good story. I like good movies. But good movies start as good books. And you always heard that the book is always better. You ever heard that? Because you see it in your mind's eye. So, goal number two for me is read more. Now, I'm going to adjust it as I go, but how about just sitting every night with a book in your hand? Let it be five pages, ten pages, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. That's better than I did yesterday. So, do you see? It's a small goal that I can get an easy check mark, an easy win. So, if I go to bed early, ten o'clock, well, before I go to bed, 9.30, I pick up a book for 30 minutes and read till 10 o'clock well i've got two check marks off bam check check man i'm gonna feel good i'm winning two goals accomplished bam now let's pick number three let's just randomly pick one what's the next one right well let's um eat better right or eat less whatever that might mean for you for me it might be eat better or eat less because sometimes i eat not because i'm hungry it's just because i want you know, to enjoy that food and food is very enjoyable to me. Um, and But I also know that, yeah, don't eat donuts because I haven't found a healthy one yet. <laughs> um, they might be out there, but I haven't found one. It's not in my neighborhood. Um, try not to eat cookies. And I love cookies, and I just got out of that season, right? This season, the cookie season, that's what I call it, Christmas cookie season. I love cookies. Man, I don't buy them in my house because I have no self-discipline. When there's a cookie in the house, it's in danger. I'm going to eat it. Um, so, 
eat better. And I'm talking to me. Or maybe eat less. So guess what I'm not going to do? Buy cookies. And, um, and just kind of control my mouth. Why would I do that? It's just better for my health. You know, now if you need to maybe gain some weight because you're, you're, you're too thin, we'll eat good food. Food that you give to your body so you can build a better body, a healthy body, right? Because it's about a good life, right? And a sustainable life, a happy life. Um, one that you want to be, you know, talk about. Like this, yeah, I live this awesome life. So eat better. That's my next goal. Eat better. And that can mean less or just better quality foods, right? Um, and maybe plan my eating versus just, oh, man, I'm starving. Let me just grab whatever, something quick. Well, if I plan what I'm going to eat, then I won't be just grabbing opportunistic food or drive through this or run in there fast food that. Maybe I'll be more on purpose with my food. Um, let's see what else. Move more. Do some exercise. Well, right now I'm going to the, the the training room a couple, you know, three times, three times, three or four times a week. I'm on that room, which is great. I'm teaching some of them, and sometimes I'm a student, and um, I'm feeling better. My body's moving better. I just talked about it yesterday when I started training earlier this year. Oh, sorry, last year, the 2023. I could barely touch my toes. Now, when I sit down and I reach for my toes, I could put my hand down weight. Uh, halfway down my foot my stretching has improved and this is just going twice a week to to the training room now i've increased it because i've seen the benefit i'm like man i'm gonna do this more i'm increasing my my uh mat time so i can increase the you know get faster to my goal and what was the goal you've heard me say this before i want to be able to tie my shoes when i'm 80 years old as opposed to some having someone else do it for me I want to be the person who takes care of me at that age. In fact, I want to be able to help other people at that age because um, I want to be strong and healthy. So I could live to 113 years, you know, being able body, sharp in the mind and doing it. Right. So that's goal number four. Right. So let me see here. I got go to bed early, 10 o'clock. Um, and that might be late for some folks. And that's OK. That's early for me because I'm up at one, two in the morning and I get up at five, six. Um, so I need to sleep more to stay healthy and sharper, and it's just good for you. You gotta let your body recover from the challenges of the day. You gotta let your body heal by giving it the time to heal. When you sleep, your body regenerates itself and heals itself. So do that on purpose, be on purpose, you know. And so that I'm talking to me, so don't hear that as a lecture, I'm talking to me, gotta do it for me. And then I said, read more. And again, I'm gonna start small. I would love to read a ton of books. I'm a book collector. I'm looking at a stack of books right now. I got one, two, three, four, five books looking at me. They are interesting topics to me. But guess what? The information is dying in between the covers because I haven't opened them. So guess what I'm going to do? Open them and start reading more. I'm going to start with, I'm going to set aside a half an hour to start reading. And if I start getting momentum, maybe I'll make more time for it. Um... But let's start with an attainable goal. Sit with a book in my hand at least 30 minutes a day. <laughs> what I'll do with it, we'll figure that out. But the goal is I'm going to allot 30 minutes, 9.30, 30 minutes, book in my hand to see what happens. And then maybe I'll start reading faster, um, disseminating information easier, and feeding, you know, good stuff to my brain. I'm going to eat better because um, I got to stop eating cookies. And I don't eat donuts but I like them, but I think about them and I obsess. 
uh, over donuts, but I self-control, more discipline. Number four, so eat better, eat on purpose. That was number three. No donuts, no cookies, but have a goal, right? I wanted to lose some weight last year, and I, I, I said 20 pounds, 25. I think I did 13, and then the Christmas season started, and I'm like, well, am I going to torture myself? Or and you know decline all the cookies and stuff like that. I made a decision. I says no, I'm gonna partake, but I'm gonna partake with uh, moderation. So I'm happy to report I didn't gain any weight, but I didn't continue losing weight through the holiday season. Well, guess what? It's January. Let's refocus. Not only to maintain the weight, but let's lose a little more. And that was my goal. My goal is to lose a little weight and gain a little muscle. So let me just reclaim that or rephrase that. I want to lose a little fat and gain a little muscle because I might not technically lose pounds as far as on a scale because muscle's heavier than fat, to be honest. So the scale might not move, but if my body composition changes and I feel better and I could not only touch my toes, but go beyond touching my toes, that's called a win. I'm winning. So we're going to call this, um, you know, exercise, exercise. And so for me, I go to the mat training room, um, at least five hours a week because I'm teaching those five hours. But maybe I'll, I'm going to do some weights. I'm going to do some weights now. Let's, let, I'm going to call it exercise. I'm going to say three times a week I'll do weights. And I'm not even going to go crazy. I'm going to say 20 minutes, three times a week weight training. Just a little bit. Just to build some muscle. And let's go for goal number five. And we're going to keep it at five goals for me. And you're picking for you. And that might be... Um, I always say that, like, my life's goal is to leave this place better than I found it. So what does that mean? That means to be, you know, um, involved in people's um, success. And so I'm always looking for a way to help people, but not enable people, if that makes sense. Because it's very easy to enable someone to keep on doing the goofy things they're doing. We have to be better than that um, and help them to help themselves. And that's what I'm doing here with this radio show, uh, trying to help people help themselves, motivate them or guide them so they can make better decisions for themselves. So I'm going to be more on purpose. So I'm going to put their on purpose on uh, on purpose to help people. And so what I mean by that is that even in this show, I'm going to bring more people on there. I'm going to spend more time developing it because I got to tell the truth. I'm new to the radio, not to teaching, but the radio. But when I teach, I usually teach people in front of me and I'm reading your body language. So I know that the information is going through. And if I have to say it a different way, cause you looked at me uh, like, Hmm, what does he mean? I can tell, and I'll tell you a different way. Talking to you now, I can't see your reactions. I can't see if, if I articulated that information um, clearly or did you perceive it clearly? So, in my classroom, when I'm teaching, I'm looking at you nodding your head that you're getting you get any information. But when you kind of tilt your head sideways, hmm, I'll just say it differently. So what am I saying? As goal number five, I'm going to be more on purpose as far as helping people. Um, and even via the radio show, maybe I'll bring more guests. Um, guests were fun. I like having guests. But maybe with a theme or a topic, you know, Maybe you need to tell me who you want me to talk to, right? You could always email me at one body 
one mind one life at gmail.com and that's the number one body one mind one life at gmail.com and we can make this an interesting conversation a self-development conversation maybe we talk to a doctor about certain subjects or maybe to um, some representatives some political people who who are taking the time to represent their communities and whatever however and talk about those things the things that are happening in our country as far as our nation, the political atmosphere, um, you know, the the people in our country now. You heard me say once once upon a time ago that strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. And I think we're at the weak men part, where we get offended over everything, where we don't have tough skin, where we let everything bother us. In my jiu-jitsu class, the family class, we're teaching little kids. The talk, tell, tackle, right? I love seeing these little kids. In fact, last Tuesday, we had a child. This Tuesday just went by. It uh, was it January 2nd. This kid cried. He didn't want to be on the mat. He was little. He's maybe three or four years old. He didn't want to be on the mat. He was nervous and scared. And daddy took me off the mat. So daddy was on the mat with him. So daddy, you know, hugs him and they sit on the side and says, just hang there for a little bit. Don't worry, we'll get you back on here. And we're warming up with the other kids and we're skipping and we're warming up, moving our, 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 our joints and our arms, swinging our arms, jump roping and all this stuff. And then we do a move called, we call it crazy horse, where it's where the, the student takes the back or like a backpack position. And then you, me as an instructor, I'm trying to shake him off, crazy horse. Because you can survive an uh, encounter when you're in the back. Anyway, we teach the move. And then I tell the dad, dad, get on the mat. Just get on the mat. It's okay. He'll be fine. And so dad gets on the mat. Just getting closer. And we're doing our moves and stuff. And then um, we have a crazy horse race. Where after we do the moves, we have races just to keep the kids having fun. And, and they enjoy the classes anyway. And so I had one of the kids on my back. And I ran as a crazy horse. And it was a race. Then I said to him, you want to race with the crazy horse? And I said, that's your crazy horse. And I pointed at his dad. So the the kid jumps on his dad's back. And on your mark, he said, go. And we raced. So dad and I are the horses. And the two children are the, are the riders. And we're crazy horsing it over there. We're trying to shake him off. And we run across the map, you know, uh, like a horse. And he's having fun. He's giggling. And I give him a high five because he did great. And look, let him. Lo and behold, we eased them into the class. We taught them the crazy horse technique. We taught them the talk, tell, tackle. And that's where I was going with the story. Um, at the end of the class, we, we taught them the talk, tell, tackle. And that is, if someone says something to you that's not nice, we teach our kids, stop it. I don't like it. That's the talk part. If that doesn't work, you go to tell. That means you tell a teacher, a parent, a principal, a police officer, tell. And then tackles, of course, what we want to avoid, but that's when it gets physical. So this three, four-year-old from crying that I don't want to be on the mats ended the session with tall tell tackle. So I go over there to him, and I say to him, you're bananas. And he looks at me and goes, stop it. I don't like it. He can't even say it too good. He's that little. And I says, what did you say? And he goes, stop it. I don't like it. He's empowered. He's, he feels worthy of protecting and defending himself because he has the skills and the tools to do it. And then I go, so, oh, yeah, what are you going to do? 
And he says, I'm going to tell my mommy. That's what he said. And then I, I, I pretend pushed him. But we taught him how to fall in case someone pushes him so he doesn't hurt his head and bump it on the ground. So he falls. And I say, get up. Tell your daddy. He's right over there. And he runs over there. And I give him a high five because he did great. See, we empowered this child. We showed him that he can protect himself. And he's worthy of protection. And, um, and he can do it. Versus everything offends me in this world. Oh, you can't say that. You can't do that. We're teaching children to be warriors. To know that they can stand on their own feet. And tell the word, stop that. I do not allow that to happen to me. You can believe what you want to believe. You can do what you want to do. But you just can't do it to me. And I won't pretend you're a game. You could pretend in that corner over there. But you leave me alone. And we won't have to put up with stuff. That's the strong men part of it. But right now, oh, you can't say that. You offended me. <gasps> you know, and everybody's shocked. Toughen up, folks. Set your goals right. This year, let it be the year that you become the best version of yourself or the new version of yourself. New year, new you. Let this year be you versus you. You versus the old version of you. Don't let this year end like last year ones did. Be better. Look in the mirror and fire yourself up and say, what are you going to do different this year? How are you going to improve your situation? Stop being sick and tired of being sick and tired, right? Make a decision. You have to believe in yourself. You have to self-talk success. Not look in the mirror and say, you're a loser. You're not worthy. No. You are worthy of defense, protection, love, kindness, all these things. But you have to believe it. But you have to speak it into existence. Look in the mirror and tell yourself, you will be better this year. New year, new me. But what is the plan? What is the goal? What are the steps? Start off by doing five little goals for the day. If that is getting up early, I want to wake up today at 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock, whatever that goal is, and get up. I don't know what I'm going to do after I wake up. The goal is to get up. When you get up, you figure that out. But get up. Check mark. I accomplished that goal. I got up. My goal is to go to bed early. When I go to bed, I'm going to check that off. Check mark. Done. And that's going to be after 30 minutes of reading. Check mark two. Done. And I'm going to be sure not to eat cookies while I'm reading. <laughs> that's for me, right? But you understand what I'm saying. You're smart enough. This is the year. The present time is the time to make the decision. Get up. And make your life better. Because if you wait for someone else to make it better for you, you're kidding yourself. It will never happen. No one's going to go and do anything to make your life better. And if you blame other people for not having the life you want to have, it's your fault that it's not improving. Because when you give the power to someone else, you will never change. Look in the mirror and tell that person looking back at you. You need to make the change. You need to decide to make the change. And this is the plan. Formulate your own plan. Get fired up. Make it happen. When you look at the ocean and you see just ocean, don't be afraid. Believe in yourself. Get on that boat and go. I promise you, just standing there in a pity party feeling sorry for yourself, nothing's going to change. Get on that boat and row. Set up those sails and go. And it might take you a week. It might take you 10 days. It might take you 90 days. It might take a year. But eventually you hit land. And you're going closer to the goal. So what am I saying? This year's new. 
It's upon us. It's the time to make the change. It's the time to make the decision. Set your goals. Start them small. Get your wins. Feel good about your wins. Give yourself a high five at night when you got five check marks because you have accomplished your five simple goals. And then add another one. When going to bed at 10 o'clock is easy for me, I got to add another goal. That's what that's what I do. Go to bed at 10 o'clock. I'm still working on it, but this I'm projecting. I'm speaking it into existence. That's what I do. I go to bed at 10 o'clock. I read 30 minutes every day because that's what I do. I'm speaking it into existence. I eat better. I don't eat junk food because I'm not a garbage can. I don't put garbage in my body. I'm speaking it into existence. That's what I do. I take care of this vehicle that carries my mind. It's my body. I take care of it. I won't abuse it. It's the only one I have. It has to last me my entire life. I'm going to exercise. I'm getting on that training mat to protect myself, defend myself. That's good exercise. a good workout. But I'm going to do some muscle building stuff. Because muscles is carries this frame around, right? And the more muscles you have, the more fat you burn. It's just going to be better. And then for me, I'm going to be on purpose. I'm going to help people better. I'm going to teach better. I'm going to be the best educator I can be. I'm going to learn to improve my craft, my skill. Maybe it's communication for me. Because um, I'm, I'm bilingual. I understand several languages. But I'm very clear in my mind. I'm not very articulate. And you might say, oh, yes, you are. Nah, I'm very fat tongued sometimes. I mumble and I stutter. I crack up because in scripture, and I'm Christian, right? So this is just, you know, if you're a Christian and you know, you know. If you don't know, that's okay too. No, no, no problem. We're still friends. But there's a story of Moses, right? And um, the burning bush tells him, hey, yeah, you know, it's God, right? Says, you're going to forget my, free my people. And he's like, send somebody else because I'm short of tongue, meaning he stuttered. Moses stuttered. But guess what? He believed in God and what the, the mission was, and he did it. He accomplished it. But guess what? God put people around him that he needed to be around him to support him and help him. He had Aaron, right? Aaron was uh, one of his helpers, right? I think it was his brother. His brother could talk better. Um, but it was Moses' job. But God put Aaron around him to help him. What am I saying? Surround yourself with the right people. Set your goals clearly. Your intentions need to be clear. Write them down and chip away at them. Make a plan to accomplish your goals. And those people that say you can't do this, get them out of your life. You need people around you that will build you up, that believe in you. You must believe in you first. If you believe in you, you will walk with a confidence, not an arrogance, a confidence. Arrogance is, is not good. Confidence in your ability to learn and your ability to improve. And even when you have, I call them wins, that's success. But sometimes I have failed experiments in my life. When I try something, it didn't work. But as long as I learn something, it's a win in my book. All right, that wasn't what I planned to happen. But okay, we learned something. Let's not do that again. And it's a win. It improves your life. What am I saying? This is the year. This is the now. Be better. Figure out what that means for you. Write it down and go get it. Because you can do it. We had this little kid from being afraid of being on the mat. Ended that class, that session, 
by using using his words and using the three T's, talk, tell, tackle. Stop it, I don't like it. With authority and conviction because he believed in himself. We built him up in an hour and he believed it. He had success. He left, he's two and a half feet tall, but he left 10 foot tall from that classroom, from that training room. You can too. Well, thank you for hanging with me. If you want to email me, maybe you have a subject or a topic, or maybe uh, you want to talk with me on 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 air and maybe have a dialogue. You can email me one body one mind one life at gmail.com. Um, thank you for hanging. This is Steve. We we'll talk to you next week. Bye.